Today's daf is daf Samachay. We're holding at the top of Samachay Amad Aleph. We left off yesterday. We were discussing a machlokas between Rablazer and the Chachamim. The, whether or not you could be poskin benolad. So, uh, nolad, we talked about a Pesach. A Pesach involves certain things the way the Ron explained it that you could have been aware of, you just did not realize. You know, they told you that, uh, you know, that you, you made a nedr that you want to go to the mikveh, but you didn't realize to ask, you know, is the mikveh going to be whole, hot or cold? But it is something within the realm of possibility. So they can post, be posach the net, you know, you have to go get the, a nedr, or no, but you can use, well, if you would have realized that it's going to be cold water, would you have used it? And that, that would be a pesach that a chachamim might agree to. But, uh, a, a situation where I made an editor that I'm not allowed to get benefit from this guy, and he ended up becoming the city sofer. Right? That wasn't within the realm of something that a person would have necessarily considered. So they have said, that's not just a regular, that's a nolad. We can't use that as a Pesach. They said, no, you can use that as a Pesach, even you can use nolad. That's we, uh, that we had uh, yesterday, that machlokas. Now, the the, the Mora brought down a posik about where did Rebbe Lezer learn you could use Nolad from. So it says because when Moshe Rabbeinu married uh, Tzipporah, Yisra's daughter, Yisra made him take a vow that he wouldn't move them back to Mitzrayim because he didn't want to put his, uh, his family in danger. And then Hashem comes and tells him that the people have died. That looking for your help. So Rebbe Lezer says, you see, that's Nolad, that someone's going to die is Nolad, and yet you can use that because that was Matzah the Nether. Achorah says, there was not really Nolad there because they didn't really die. They uh, became impoverished and lost their sphere of influence, which that's not something beyond the realm of what I would have thought, and therefore it's not an example of Nolad. That was the give and take at the end of yesterday's daf. So now we're going to be dealing with uh, a, a, a different question. Now, there are a number of different Rishonim at different steps of this, uh, this upcoming Gemara. I'll point out the Machlokasin as we do them. Time to learn in a Brisa. So the case in the Brisa is if you made a neder that involves per, uh, per, uh, precluding benefit from your friends. Between Reuben and Shimon is a neder that you're not allowed to get Hanok. Even if you find a way to be matir that nether, that now there's a way to revoke that nether, that nether, that Pesach cannot be used unless Reuven is standing in front of Shimon. So if there's a nether that Reuven placed that included, that, that was better, uh, affecting negatively Shimon, Reuven is not allowed to now remove that nether unless it is in the front of, in front of Shimon. All right. Now we'll get, go back and we'll circle back to what the uh, different opinions are. But let's just finish. How do we know this? Because the pasuk says Hashem told Moshe in Midian, "Go return to me Egypt." Because all the people, doesn't Baviran or whoever it was, according to Blazer, have died. All right. So now, if you look at that pasuk, where would you see a redundancy? By Yom Hashem al Moshe, the Midian, Leich go, Shuv return Mitzrayim, Kimezikol Anoshim, because all the people that have sought to hurt you have died. What words there do you think look redundant? Well, I read it, but I think in Midian, doesn't need to say you're in Midian. Right, right, number one. And the second thing, go and return. Ah. 
Just what should I say? What should I say? Return. Return to me. Return to Egypt. We go and return. Obviously, returning you have to go. So the words in Midian and the words return could be looked at somewhat redundant. No, and go, right? Go. I'm sorry. But I'm in Midian and go. That's yes. what I mean. But Midian and go seems to be redundant. So Amar Lo, the Midian Nadar. So what really we're saying is by Yomashal Moshe, the Midian you made this neder. Therefore, leich v'hater neder nedarcha v'medyan. You have to go and get it removed. Means, what do you have to do? Go back to Yisroel to get it removed. As the Pesach says, that Moshe accepted a neder on itself. Vayol Moshe, uh, it says, Vayol Moshe. The symbol of that is Moshe agreed. But why do you use l'shtein l'shon of Vayol? So, ain't Allah elashvua. The word Allah references an oath. That's uh, therefore Moshe made an oath with him, and, 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 and the Chazal tell us it was that, uh, that he would not take the kids and the Antipora back to Mitzrayim, as we explained. Right. Uh, now, we'll, 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 we, we, and let me just finish this and then we'll go back. We have a very interesting Pesach, a Pesach that is in, um, uh, in, 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 uh, in, in Chronicles, is it? Where is it? Yavah Osa Ba'Allah. Is in Yechesko. Uh, yeah, you're right. I apologize. Right. Right. It's in Yechesko. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's a, a story there. Yeah. We're going to see where Nebuchadnezzar uh, had put Yochanya as the king, and Yochanya did not do what Nebuchadnezzar had wanted him to do, and uh, he uh, he was like a, 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 a they rebelled, and he put down the rebellion, and he put in his place his uncle. Whose name was Matanya, and he, he's, he's referred to as Titkiyahu. Titkiyahu was the last king before the destruction of the first base of Migdash by Nebuchadnezzar. Now, what happened was, we're going to see that Titkiyahu had agreed, made an oath with Nebuchadnezzar, and we'll see exactly what the case of the oath is. But at the end of the day, it comes out that Nebuchadnezzar, the day Russian over there was Allah. It was that they used an Allah. So you see, Vayol Moshe was an oath. And the second part we're going to bring over there is that Nebuchadnezzar uh, castigated or called, uh, called the, the, the Sanhedrin on, uh, to, uh, to task for not have removing the oath in front of him, which they were required to do, because it was an oath that was to his benefit. When it's an oath to your benefit, or at least that's we'll see the, the simple understanding, then they should not have been matu the oath without him present. That's what we're going to see we're going to bring from here. So let's see over here. So Vayava Osa Allah. So we see that Allah means a Ilash Shvua. It's interesting, it's going back and forth between Shvua and Neder over here. I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, the Gamba Melabuchadnezza Morad and the Posik says that he also, this is in Divrayomi, this is in Chronicles, and that this, this, um, this uh, Tzitkiyahu rebelled against uh, against the Vuchadnezzar, that he had sworn in, in God's name. Right? It's, it's considered that we, we'll see at the end whether he did something wrong or not. They had sworn in God's name. What exactly was the rebellion of Nebuchadnezzar against Nebuchadnezzar? He found Nebuchadnezzar eating either a, a live rabbit or a, or a raw rabbit. But either way, it was something that uh, cultured people didn't, didn't do. 
Right, who's live is actually Eva uh, Menachai, which is uh, prohibited. But the bottom line is, he had something on him. He knew that if this would get out, it would affect his reputation. Nebuchadnezzar. So Amalei Shabo Ishtaboli the Lo Megalis Ilove the Lo Take Tepek Milso. So he said, I want you to swear that this will uh, you'll, you will not reveal this, and this will not get out. You have to take an oath that you are not going to reveal this information. She Ishtabo. So Tzikiyahu made the oath. He became physically ill because he realized that to uh, weaken the power that Nebuchadnezzar had over the region would actually be beneficial to the Jews. And it bothered him so much that he made this oath that he, the, the, the Melech Tzitkiel, became physically ill. All right? So, so he went to the Sanhedrin and the Sanhedrin were matter the nether for him. V'amar, and he then revealed what happened, and obviously he got back to Tzitkiyahu that people are making fun of him. He found out that people are being mevazen, deprecating what kind of an individual he is, and, 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 and uh, it was affecting negatively, he's getting a bad rap, a bad reputation. So Sholach, Aisi Sanhedrin, so he went and he sent for the Sanhedrin and Tzitkiyahu. Uh, do, you, do you see what Tzitkiyahu did? Did he not swear in the name of Hashem that he would not reveal this information? So Amrulai Ishtale Ashwasa. Uh, so, uh, I, I, I was able to be matter the nether. I was show the nether. So, also. So he asked the Sanhedrin, is that true? The person makes a nether, he can revoke the nether, he can find the he- a Pesach for the nether. So, they said, in, yes, that is true. So, so he said, what, that can be done. Uh, it, does that have to be done in front of the person who the nether was made to, or could it even be done without that person, i.e., myself, being present when the nether is being removed? So Amrulay befono. No, they said that really it should be befono. So Say my time amritun. So if that's the case, then how could you guys go ahead and be sure of the nether? Why didn't you do what? Why didn't you call me? Why don't you have me present, right? Why don't you tell him he can't do this without me there? All right? So the Gemara says like this. He says, Miyad, immediately what happened was, is when he conquered Yerushalayim, so he kept the Sanhedrin intact. And in fact, he built them thrones. That they should sit, each one of them should sit on gold thrones, giving them a sense of status. He wanted there to be a leadership of the Sanhedrin. He had no problem. He had the control of the king. He wanted to be, there should be a Sanhedrin. And what happened was, when they did this, he removed their thrones, and they had, they, they, they sat on the ground, and they were silent. Meaning that, uh, they, they were, they were right. now, doesn't tell you the rest of the story is, that what he did was, he tied their hair to tails of horses and dragged them through the streets of Yerushalayim and he and, and, and uh, he, there was an insurrection and what he did was he ended up slaughtering all the sons of Tzitkiyahu in front of him and then blinding him and taking him in shackles to Bovel to be imprisoned. So Amrav Yitzchak when the positive means they sat on the ground, he removed their pillows, he removed their thrones, 
from beneath them and they ended up having to sit on the, on the throne. But again, the, the, the end result is even worse. So that's the end of the Gemara. So let's just step, step back now because I want to get into a little bit what the Machlob is showing them over here. The Gemara started out saying is that even when a Pesach is made, but if it is a nether that you did precluding somebody, you're precluding, let's say, you getting benefit from somebody or somebody affecting somebody negatively, is that in order to remove that nether, you have to have the person in front of you for you. And it brings a raya... And with, and with someone who's going to... No, no, no. We're talking in front of the base, then, right? You can't do it on your own. We're talking about a raya. So now, the, the, the Gemara brings down that, that we see that from Moshe, because he said, go back to Yisro in Midian and have the nether annulled. And that was a nether that was affecting him, because the bottom line, the nether was made that he should not be able to take his wife and children's friend. Now you're going to take them, you need to go ahead and do it in front of him. Alright, and then we bring the story of Tzidkiyahu, where also there was a negative that was affecting negatively Tzidkiyahu, and Tzidkiyahu cast again, held them accountable, and that, that they should not have been matzah to the negative without him there. So we'll get to in a moment how is it possible that they did do it without him there, was it the right thing to do, and we do see that they ended up with some serious punishments happening to them, so bottom line, was their cheshman correct or not, we'll get to that. But number one, number, question, number of questions over here. Number one, is the, the, the machlo, there's a machlokus we've shown him over here, is that, is it anything involving another person, or is it something specifically that would benefit the person, the negative benefit, and the removal of the benefit would then affect him neg- negatively. So, that's the one, there's one machlokus. Rabbeinu Tam, I, I think the, um, the, the, uh, I think the, 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 the Ran brings down over here, is the Dabkish, I know the Tzara Chaveir, because not a Moshe, fine. The Ryan brings down, first of all, is that it is a, specifically, uh, if it's something that would be to the, better, to the detriment of the person who the nether was involved, if you, that's when you have to go ahead and do it in front of him, alright? Uh, and, or, and, and that's a discussion. Maybe it means any time it involves another person. And the Ran ties this, uh, the Machlokas, to a... The, the Yerushalmi brings down the Machlokas. Why? Why is this necessary? So Yerushalmi gives two reasons. Yerushalmi says that, number one, one opinion is because we don't want a frivolous Pesach. We don't want frivolous Pesach. So now you have to go in front of the person who you made that nedr uh, concerning, it, you'll be embarrassed to come up with a frivolous purpose. So therefore, it, it keeps the integrity of the oath that you don't find frivolous uh, ways out. That's one reason. The other reason is that it's not nothing to do with that. It's because we don't want there to be Maris Ayan is if you don't let the person know who was involved in the oath, and then he sees you violating the oath, he won't realize that what? You that you had a Pesach and oath. So to avoid there being a Maris Ein situation, you have to go ahead and do it in front of him. Okay, so that's the Machlok of Yerushalmi. Now, that also, by the way, could make a difference in, does it have to be specifically that the person is being hurt negatively by the oath? If it's specifically that he's being hurt negatively by the oath, then you could hear that we don't want you making a frivolous, and that we have you in front of him. If it's because of Maris Ayan, 
It doesn't necessarily mean he's got to be hurt negatively by the oath. It's just the pshat is that he knows about the oath because it somehow it tangentially involved him whether or not he's being hurt. So that could be one machlokas. The other machlokas is are we looking here for consent or notification? What does the fun of mean? What happens if he says no? Right? So there are opinions, I believe it, this is where the Rabbeinu Tom comes in, is that you actually need his notif- you need his permission, whereas other people, no, you just have to have notification. Now that also is dependent on that. Because if the idea over here that it should not be frivolous, then I understand, you need his consent. If the idea is there shouldn't be a Maris Ayin, then it's nothing to do with consent. It's just got to do with the fact that there has to be notification. And the Ron brings down one of the Machlokas, one of the differences are going to be, what if you can't do it in person, but you can send notification with an agent? You let him know. Well, if it's only that there shouldn't be Maris Ayin, then that should be good enough. But if the idea is that we don't want, you're, if you're going to be embarrassed saying this reason in front of him, and therefore it'll take away frivolous Pesachs, then it has to be specifically in front of him. So just a number of things. Now, what about the Sanhedrin? Well, how could they do it? If you talk and need to do it in front of him, how could they go ahead and do it? So the Ram brings down that maybe there are opinions that it works, but he has it. Means lechatchila, the guy should be there. The guy's not there. It works, but he it. And they were relying on this. They felt it was like a bidiyevet situation. The Ron himself points out is that it doesn't. Uh, he's not sure if that is correct because at the end of the day, look at the punishment that they received. You know, this was just mutter bidiyevet. Then the Chorah, the Torah, uh, harsh. Uh, it would seem very. So it seems that they did do something wrong. So it's a question: what exactly what the cheshbon that they had to do what they did? Let's keep going. All right. We're going to learn the next mission again, like the Ron, is there are different opinions over here. But let me just tell you what the Ron's going to learn. The Ron's going to say is like this, is that even though we said the Chachamim disagreed, that you can't use a Nolad. Example, Nolad is the guy becoming a sofer, Nolad is the guy ended up dying, you know, Nolad. That you can't use that as a Pesach, because that's not a regular Pesach, that's a Nolad. A Pesach, we said, had to be something that was in the realm of expectation. But no lot is not, wasn't in the realm of expectation, therefore, it's not considered to be something you can use a person. But Yabalev said, yet the Chacham said no. Alright? Now, what the, 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 the Ron learns, the next Mishnah is going to be talking about situations where, even though at face value it might look like no lot, but it's not considered no lot, and therefore, even the Chachamim will agree that this is not a situation of no lot, and not only that, the Ron learns, and it doesn't need even a Pesach. It means it doesn't even need a Pesach. It means that it would be, it would be Mutter without even having going, gone to a Chacham. It's like, almost like the Nidrish Kogos, like a nether that was made with, in, 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 with the Tos. We'll see, it's not exactly that, but that's, that's the what Tos, by accident, was made. It was like with, with faulty information that it was, it was the basis of the nether. So let's see. So Rabbi Meir Omer Yesh Duarim Shein Kenola. There are things that might look like Nolan and therefore not be okay according to Rachamim. Ve'enan Kenola, but they are not actually Nolan. They're better than Nolan, and not only that, they're better than a regular Pesach, and you don't even need to get a base into the matter. Now the girsa of the Ran is. The Chachamim Moedim Lo, not Ein Chachamim Moedim Lo. The Chachamim will agree to it. They will agree in this case, it's not a problem of no lot, it is okay. That's the Girsa. You see, there should be a little letter over there, and, uh, that, that changes the Girsa. The Chachamim Moedim Lo, the Chain Alright, right. So, that's the, now there are different ways of learning. I'm just gonna go learn this the way, the, the way the Ron learns. I think it's the smoothest way. K 
Keta, for example. Amar Konan Shani Noises Plaini Shaviara. A person said specifically, I am making a nether uh, that uh, this fellow cannot get any benefit from me, right? Uh, I'm sorry, Konamsha Aninosa as Polonis. I make a net, I'm sorry, that I'm not going to be marrying this certain woman because I've heard her father is evil. I don't want an evil father-in-law and therefore I make a nether not to marry this woman, not to get any, uh, that, she, uh, 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 that, that she's not allowed to get any benefit from me because her father is evil. So Amrullah, they came back and told him, Mace, the father is, her father is dead. Or she asked Shuva, or he did Shuva. Alright? Or another example. Make a nether that I'm not allowed to enter into uh, this particular uh, 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 house because of the evil dog. Like a vicious dog in the house. I make a nether not to enter that house. Oh, I heard that the snake is in it. I don't want to enter this house. That the uh, the dog has died or the snake has died. It looks like Nola because we said the death of something usually means Nola. Right? That, 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 that we've had one of those examples in the last uh, mission that we did. Yet, this is not considered to be Nola. This is better than Nola. This is considered to be a Kenedr that's made inadvertently completely and again and Chachamim and Chachamim would agree to him so we have to understand exactly why isn't this Nolad why isn't you don't expect the snake to be uh, to die or the, the dog to die or the father to have done tshuva or the father to be dead so why is this Nolad the Chorah that, that should be a question so one says like this Etc. Etc. Mace is considered Nolad. In the last Mishnah, we learned examples of what the Machlokes of Elazar and the Chachamim were. Mace, right, that someone will die, was considered to be a a, a, a situation of Nolad. So how could this be worse than the cases that we had before? All right. So uh, what the Gemara says like this. So let me explain it outside, and we'll see it inside. <coughs> It's almost like we, uh, the Kesemishnah's has been a little different but, uh, than we had at the introduction of yesterday's year. But what it's going to say is, it's true. If you make a nether, right, and it, it comes out that when you make the, you make the nether that, and then the, the person ends up dying, that's considered to Nola because that's not considered to be a Pesach that it has to be within the realm of expectation that was not in the realm of expectation. But here, you made a condition. You said, is that I am not going to marry this woman because her father-in-law is evil. Right? Or because there's a dog, a vicious dog. So you've made clear that the f- primary fundamental reason that you're making this nether is specifically because of this existential problem. That is why you're going ahead and making the nether. And not only that, but before you're saying, and it's also, it sounds like you're making it on a condition. Right? One is because of this reason is clearly built into it means, and if that reason is not considered problematic, 
then it would not be a problem. It's like almost just saying, like it says, if he's a, if he's, if, it, if it's a problem, then yeah, if it's not. So that, so once you've built that into the nether itself, then it's much better than Nola, because Nola it was, you made a nether, and then later on the person died. There was nothing indicating that it was conditional on that point, and it's not within the realm of possibility either. Here you built that condition in by the terminology, and he said, because, what is it, because of the, that implies that if he wouldn't be around, it wouldn't be considered problematic. That's why it's better than Nolan, and you don't even have to go for a Chacham. That is what Rav Meir is saying. So what it says like this. So Amar Rav Hunus, Rav Hunus says, Pshat in Rav Meir is, Nasa Ketola Nidra Bedover. It's as if you made a condition on this particular point. It's as if you made a condition on this particular point. This is the fundamental reason of why, so when it comes out, that that, then that condition is not being fulfilled, and the nether is not triggered. That's the Pshat. That's why it works over here, and it's better than a regular. And the Chachamim agree with that. Now that's the Pshat according to Rav Hunus. Rabbi Yochanan learned a different thing. Rabbi Yochanan learned that it's actually talking about, because it is faulty information, you didn't realize at the time you made the nether that he was dead, that he had done tshuva. Now, this is a completely different answer, because according to Ravuna, it doesn't have to be that he was dead or he did tshuva at the time. Right? He could have died, died later. He just said, but conditional into, if that happens, then it's, the, the, the never, never will not be triggered. Rav Yochanan learns the reason why the neg is not triggered and you don't even have to go back to is because you just didn't have all the information available, which was available at that time. Alright? Therefore, that is why it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not binding. So Rav Yochanan Amar, the Kvar Meis, the Kvar Asa Tshuva. Alright? That is, uh, that's why it's not, it's not, it's not a question of there was a built-in condition. Alright? Now, uh, the only question you have to ask, why isn't this considered like Nola? Because we, how is this different? Nola, we said, if something is in the realm of awareness, then that should, you still have to go to Basin to get a Nola. According to him, he says, you don't even have to, I mean, why, that should be a Pesach, that should be a Pesach, that, that, that's not Nola. So why isn't this, why isn't this just like a, anyway, we'll go back. So what it says, uh, uh, so the That's what they told him. Not that he did die, but that 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 he died now. That he already had died. So on that, the more I ask the question. We have a missional later on that gives another category of cases. So this category of cases of things that look like Nolan are not Nolan. So according to Ravuna, what a, why is this case not Nolan, and why is it better? Is because there's a it's, there's a condition built in. According to Rav Yochanan, why is it that, it's not because there's a condition built in, it's because these things already had a, a, a happened, and it was a, a complete a, a ta'us, you just did not know about the information that you should have known about, and that's why it's no good. Let's take a look at the next category of cases. First it says, Konam she'eni no siliplonis, I make a netter not to marry a certain woman, ka'ora, because she is ugly. And then it comes out that she's actually beautiful. Shechora, that she is dark complexioned. In those days, that was considered to be negative. So therefore, Vaharehi Levana, it comes out that she's light complexioned. Kitsara, that is, she is too short. Vareharucha, find out that she's nice and tall. Mutterba, he's allowed to marry her. His nether falls away. It's not talking about cases where there was a transformation meaning the information was correct at the time, and then later on she developed, she became uh, pretty, or she, uh, you know, maybe she was uh, uh, nine years old at the time, and then she became taller, or uh, whatever, the, not because the, the, uh, the, inf- the, the information changed, 
right? But because it was mistaken from the get-go. That's the reason it doesn't work and the netter is not binding. Now, the Gemara's question is like this. According to Rav Huna, I understand it's two separate categories. The first category was information that the way you spoke it out showed there was a condition. That condition is not met. It's not triggered. The second category is talking about where it's mamish a mistake, is that the information was faulty. So I understand the need for two different categories. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, the way he's learning here that the information was faulty is literally that second category also. So what's the difference? Why are the two separate categories being brought in? Right? It should all be the same case. That's all the same scenario. So, That the way you spoke it out made this a fundamental purpose of the nether, which almost make it like a tenai that's not being kept if, the, if it doesn't apply, which that's why the nether falls away. So, which is number one. Which is the case number two. It's two separate categories. They have different reasons. That the case talking about the guy died already, the guy already did tshuva, and the mistake and the inflation was faulty. So Why do I need two examples, two categories of a neder of tos? Kasha the gemara remains unresolved. That's difficulty on Rabbi Yochanan. Now there is a difficulty. The Rashba brings down the Ran addresses that it has to be asked in the in the, even according to Rav Huna it should be somewhat difficult because remember what's the case over there? It says not that the guy says I, I I'm not marrying. Uh, uh, what was the lotion over there? He says, I'm not remarrying that ugly woman. Oh, I'm not marrying that dark-skinned woman, right? And it says that it doesn't work. Why? Not because it happened later, it's because it was that way from the beginning. Implies, though, if it's something that does change later, then you wouldn't be able then to... Be, then the Chorah, why is that contradicting the first category? The first category are things that happen later. And since you mentioned that the nether, it's built into a fundamental premise. The Chorah, how do you reconcile that? So there's two... Air, you, you hear the question. There's two ways to address the answer for that. Number one is as follows, is that the, there, that the, there's the question of likelihood. Right? Is that it is possible within the realm of possibility, even though it's not as common, but it is possible that the snake will die, the snake will, uh, the, the, the father will deshuva, the father, that is, even though it's, it's not as common, but there you can build that into something that happened, you could, you could, you could say that. Whereas saying that ugly becomes pretty, short becomes tall, that's something that's really beyond scope of possibility, and therefore it had to have happened before, it can't happen now. That's one answer. The other answer is much more technical in terms of language. Very interesting over here. It doesn't say I'm not marrying this woman because she is ugly. He says, I'm marrying this, I'm not marrying this ugly woman. I'm not marrying this short woman. Means if he would have said, I'm not marrying this woman because she is ugly, then it builds in that condition and then it would be like the other cases. The other case is, I'm not marrying this woman because she has a father that's a Russia. So therefore, that's more mashma conditional because you gave the reason. Here you just said, I'm not marrying an ugly woman, I'm not marrying this ugly woman. You said, so if you would have said Taka because she's ugly, then it would be like the first category. The point of it, but you never said it that way. I'm not marrying, uh, uh, this ugly woman so it has to be that right now she's not ugly because you didn't speak it as a condition so we can't use it as a condition that's not fulfilled that's the, the second way to answer it let's go back to it so okay, look at Mishnah 
also added that you can use a Pesach on, uh, from Psukim, meaning a person makes a nether and he didn't realize that he's violating certain Psukim in the Torah, you can use that as a Pesach to uh, annul the, to, to, to remove the nether. And we can say to him, number one, if you would have realized that you are violating, do not, uh, uh, do not take revenge and do not begrudge, right? Usually what's the situation? Someone does something to you, you get him back by making a nether against him. If you would have realized you're violating two possible laws, those are says in the Torah, of los sikram, of los sitar, taking revenge or begrudging, or the violation of, you're not allowed to hate your, your, your friend in your heart, or the hapdal recha kamocha, or the, 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 the arizal writes, the first thing in the morning, you get a person gets up, even before he says mo ani, he should say, hare ani mekabal al atzmi, I'm accepting myself, the mitzvah of doing, it's unbelievable, meaning it's even more important than being thanking Hashem for giving you back your soul is that you have to accept on yourself that that's a result right down, okay? So now, so therefore, uh, and uh, there's another positive that let's say yeah, that's involving somebody that's poor and now you're not able to support him because the nether that you placed on him. So there's halacha, you have to support your brother that he should be able to stay alive, right? Keep him alive, so only because he's an ani and you have that obligation. And now because of that nether you cannot support him, would you realize you're violating that edict? So Amar, and if the guy says, I would not have made the nether, that is permissible, that is a way to be matya the nether. So you can use psukim to matya the nether. The one just points out a side point. Is that interesting? Is that you made a nether that I'm not allowed to help somebody. And then it comes out that he's an oni. So it says, that's a viable reason, because you would have realized you violated Chayachichaymach, that you're obligated to supporting your fellow man, your brother, how, right, you would have realized, you know, why is that you're violating, right? Usually what happens is there's a Gabai Tadoka in the city. Anybody needs help? I can give money to the Gabai Tadoka, and let the Gabai Tadoka do what it would. It's not necessarily, I'm going to be violating the net. The Gabai Tadoka will help them out. Let them go to the Gabai Tadoka. I'm going to give money to the Gabai Tadoka. So why is that a, a, a way to be matched the net? Are you violating? Why are you violating Chayatich Enoch? So what is this very interesting thing over there? So I'm going to have Barkatino, Neymar, why can't the person who made the nether say, Neymar, call them Ma'ani, Labai Lainofel, anytime somebody comes poor, it doesn't, it's not my problem, it's not that he comes to me directly, it doesn't fall on me. My, the Mati Li Lefarnasoi, anybody that comes that needs help, He'll get help with everybody. He'll get communally supported. I'll give money for the communal support and he'll get help. But it's not me directly having to support him and therefore why is it a violation of Chayach Yechimach? And what is it an unbelievable thing? What is going to say like this is basically that any time a person needs help you shouldn't just send him to the Tzagabai Tzedaka. You have a personal responsibility. Usually it's people you know. Why do they come to you? They come to you because people you know it's your relatives, it's your friends. You need to, you have an obligation to help them before you make it a communal problem. So it's true, they can go to the communal and get help, but then you've been derelict in your obligation because it is a personal requirement first before it becomes a communal bond. So you cannot say, I'm not in violation, I'll just give the money to Kabbat No, you're not allowed to send it to the Kabbat Tzedakah before you do the best you can for that individual. So that's a very big uh, point. That anyone that falls, the Chacham said to him, I know it's my knee, Omer, but anyone who 
falls on Lidei Gabai, I mean, it doesn't first fall to the Gabai Tzedakah. It first falls to individuals to take care of the person. Only then does it become a communal problem. And then when the individual cannot help, he has been derelict in his, not because he can't help financially, because of his nether, he has then been derelict in his, uh, his, his, uh, his obligation of Chayachi Chayimach. Okay, let's go back to him. You can use the value of your wife's ksuva as a form of nether. It means basically like this, is that if you made a nether, your wife's not allowed to get benefit from you. So now, and you don't get that revoked, she can go to Bastin and say, I can't continue living with this fellow, and I want my ksuva. Right? Now, when you finally figure out how much it's going to cost you, Hey, listen, you know, child support, and I, I can't afford to do that. If I would have known that that would have been the a result of my nether, I would not make the nether. So that is a valid way of finding a Pesach. So you would realize your wife, Suva, is, and, then, and therefore you can be matter the nether, and then she loses the basis of being able to get the divorce. So more is like this. So place from the other, you can use a... Um, so again, you can use the wise ksuva as a pesach for the neder. Person made a neder on his wife that uh, that that she's not allowed to get benefit from him. That four hundred dinarim was the ksuva. And he said, "Okay, you made the neder. You now have to give her four hundred zuz." So I'm a rebbe. My father left in his Yerusha only 800 dinarim. I have one brother. So not all Achidal. He already took half of the Yerusha. Means all I'm left from the Yerusha of my father is Dalad Meos. Right. So he not all Achidal Meos. All I have is a 400. So Lord dies. Let's split it. Let me take 200. Let her take 200. Okay. And let's call it a day. Right. Otherwise I'm left with nothing. So therefore, Lord Daya Shetitol Himosayim, but Himosayim, let's 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 split it. So I'm a letter of Yakiva, Filata Mecha Saroishka. The simple understanding was going to say, even if you have to sell the hair on your head, that's interesting because Yakiva's wife ended up selling the hair on her head to support him. But if you have to sell the, the sell the hair on your head to be able to pay off her ksuva, you have to give it every penny, and we're not restructuring the the, the loan over here. All right. So therefore, you have to give it the So I'm a So he said to Rabbi Akiva, I realized that this would have been the severity of the outcome of my neder. I would never make the neder. Rabbi Akiva used that as a pesach to be matter the neder. Now the Gemara just wants to ask about some of the practicals. We know before the takanas goonim, Tosus mentioned many times, but before the takanas goonim, ksuva could only pay from karka. The shibud of the ksuba was only on land. It wasn't on money. So therefore, how could it be, he says, I got 400 zuz, 800 zuz from my father, that's money. Why would that go to the ksuba anyway? It's money, it's not land, right? The other question. Yeah. Is there a lien on metalzali for ksuba? So amrabaya karka shavaches meos dinar. We're talking about now that the father left not money of 800 dinarim. He left land that was valued at 800 dinarim. So it is a land that has a shewood on it. That's why that they brought it up. When it says like this, but Rikiva told him, the simple understanding was that even if you have to sell your hair to pay off the ksuba, now hair is not karka, hair is metalzalin. When it says vaktani sar roisha, if a sar roisha metalzalin, he was metalzalin. When it says hachika amar, afilu atamokh, sar roisha, ba'oichol. 
He said, what he's saying is, if you have to give away everything and you have to live off for yourself, you have to feed yourself by selling of the air, you're going to have to give all the land away and live off the stand. Not that you have to pay it for the ksuba, but you're going to have to use it to upkeep yourself. So we want to ask the following question. We know by the laws of Erechim, when a person makes a certain commitment to base Amigdash, and then he's not able to financially keep it, they will restructure the loan. They will say, "Is yes, okay, listen, you can't afford it, so therefore we can, we will, we will, uh, what's the word, like we, with, with the taxes, that they, we will uh, cut off uh, part of it, that you don't have to pay, there's a, there's a, no, no, we, 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 we go, there's a, they, they're, they're experts in figuring out how to get the IRS to lower the, the amount of what has to happen. So that, but you see, you do that for Erechim. Seems over here that we don't restructure the loan when it comes to Ksuva. Like Ksuva, you've got to pay the full amount. Right? We don't, there's no restructuring. Right? So Shmami na, ain't misadrin the bal chayv, that we don't restructure and, 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 uh, uh, there's a word, I can't get it. We don't make an assessment for that. To make an assessment, if you really can't afford it, then we'll make it less. We don't do that when it comes to a, an obligation, a chov that you have. Unless it's for erchin, we don't go ahead and do it. So Amr of Nach, when he says, Lomar Shein Mekarin Stark Suvasa. He says like this. He says, it's, it is different in the case of Erechen. In the case of Erechen, let's say it was a, was a, was a thousand dollar, uh, loan, and you can't afford it, they will make it five hundred. Over here is, they will allow you to pay five hundred, but what they won't do is tear up the loan. What does it mean they won't tear up the loan? It means that you're still gonna have to pay. It means we'll let you pay what you have, what you can afford to pay right now, but you're still going to have to pay. They're not going to tear up the star. That's what it means over here. So that, but it, that, so it is somewhat different than Erechin. They will work with you, but it doesn't take away from the original original obligation.